0: If you are your own harshest critic then you will be immune to what anyone tells you about anything you've already heard it all before from your own mind you've pushed yourself harder than anyone has or will because you want to be great because you know that you have the potential to be great Not okay to be a loser. We all instinctively know this. Yet some way, somehow, we have created some sort of loser sympathizing culture in the West that will inevitably fuck us all over. We will not prosper as a generation, as a nation, or even as a civilization if we keep this up. We have adopted this habit to envy, for example, millionaires because they must be corrupt or privileged or even better. That they for some inexplicable reason are not happy oh money doesn't buy happiness they say oh yeah uh, you know they're rich but are they happy who says they can't have both who says they can't have happiness and wealth this is the truth wealth in most cases is the result of the value you bring to other people right if you are absolutely useless in society And you are not actively developing yourself to become useful, right? Developing skills, working, whatever. Well, then what the fuck? On what planet ever has someone like that has ever deserved to become rich? You don't deserve anything. You don't deserve to become rich. Being rich is, you know, getting money, getting wealth. Fucking money doesn't grow on trees. You know what I mean? The money that already exists is already out there so you have to find a way to get the money from other people's pockets into your pockets and if you're useless and if you don't serve to any use to them or benefit to them then what makes you think they are going to give you uh, their money unless you of course vote in a sort of socialist system that forces the government to take the money away from them and put it into your pocket that's one way of thinking and it's become a pattern that i have observed but anyways you know the idea of richness or wealth is relative to those around you, right? In order to become rich, you must provide more value to more people than everyone else around you. This is the oldest game in the book, the oldest form of competition. We have adopted a mentality that, you know, it's okay to be and, you know, no offense, but it's okay to be unhealthy, right? Or obese or whatever, not being able to walk 10 steps up a uh some a flight of stairs without breathing heavily. Um, it's okay to be depressed, right? To be bipolar. I mean, it's okay to be erratic, you know, undisciplined, be a man-child, have no resp- personal responsibility, the fuck? In what world is that okay, right? All of these this BS can be solved by proposing a simple hypothetical circumstance to everyone. And this one is actually credit to Cobra Tate, Tate's speech on YouTube, right? I go over his videos in, on Instagram, but... If you were able to pick all of your attributes before you are born, right? If God said, here you go, pick all of your physical and mental attributes and I will grant you those strengths upon birth. If this was the case, every single person who says, it's okay to be obese, angry, depressed, not smart, etc. It's okay, it's okay. Guess which traits they'd pick. Guess. Healthy, strong, patient smart sharp etc so the idea that it's okay to be a loser in the short term is just fundamentally contradicting to human survival you wouldn't recommend that as a long-term option to anyone so why would you recommend it as a short-term option now these laws apply much harsher to males rather than females for example let's take a modern case today especially with the whole lockdown if you are a 24 year old girl today Let's say you didn't go to college, you know, decided to instead of work a little bit, go to uh, cosmetology school or whatever. Um, and, you know, you're stuck working a minimum wage job while you're going to a cosmetology school and not paying tens of thousands of dollars in college uh, tuition. Right. Fine. I don't think anybody would truly ask too much from you if you're doing some way, you know, the bare minimum to get along, to pay your bills, etc. I mean, let's say you were to meet a guy and started going out, it's not like the guy would be attracted to you and actually committed to you and, and, and seek you as a long term partner, but all of a sudden, you know, he stops in his tracks when he finds out that you didn't go to college or the, or that you are working a minimum wage job, you know, with the hopes of one day owning your own makeup business. No, you know, the the fact is that the bar is much lower for females in this respect. It's simply true. Why? Their value, a value of a female is mostly predicated on their beauty, right? And their sexuality. Um, this is undeniably true and it might seem sexist, but the reality of things is that human nature is sexist. Reality is sexist and it's not a bad thing. We're not putting down women and, and um, you know, putting men on a pedestal or vice versa. There's are simply different traits that men are better at. And women that make them more suitable for maybe you know the corporate um, you know survival of the fittest lifestyle right for example I took this actual this this whole this like scenario from uh, from Tate as well he was talking about how you know 500 years ago if you didn't have a good a good honest strong man that was committed to you committed to protecting you right then you would either die or or, or get raped by bet by bad men right so you know there are physical attributes right that men have the advantage in um you know they're stronger faster whatever are better able to physically protect you and defend themselves so it's good to have a good man by your side that's committed to you and and for that you know you you have to appeal to them and be somebody worthy of committing to that's that's it but you know it's I don't want to get too much into that. Into that, but it's there's ways that females and males complement each other, and it's best to acknowledge that on both sides before you start getting into some bullshit. Anyways, the bar of you know not being a loser is much lower for females. Um, I'm not saying that females are you know standard losers, but certain traits, right, or certain qualities are sought for more in men than in females right men oh men must have goals men must have this men must have that nobody fucking speaks of oh you know what this this woman is incredibly attractive but she doesn't have goals okay nope nobody has ever said that i mean maybe but that's not the bar they hold uh like i said you know look no further than today only fans right only fans is You're getting a huge spike in OnlyFans accounts from young girls who don't have much skills. And fair enough, I mean, why would they need actual skills when they can just snap a picture of their ass on their bathroom counter and get paid for it? Why? If I was a woman, I would probably do the same shit, if I'm being honest. Except, you know, I wouldn't go out and talk about how men are unfairly represented, overrepresented in the corporate workplace, blah, blah, blah. Sexism, corporate sexism, blah. Shut up. I mean... I'm sorry that we can't post a bikini mirror pick and automatically get a hundred followers the next day please forgive us this is the only w- uh, way for men to climb the socio-economic hierarchy they must you know do it through a, a job competition you know the nine-to-five uh, workspace they must compete and unfortunately for women you know men will sacrifice their social life in order you know for will sacrifice their social life in order to work longer hours or obtain more resources, right? Work more, um, to get that extra, extra money. That's, that's just a simple, you know, that that's the only way for men to, to to climb the hierarchy. You know what I mean? Women can post a picture of of them in a bikini and if they're an eight or above or like semi-attractive even like they'll get a lot of followers and with a lot of followers comes a lot of attention. And once everybody has their attention on a girl, then their social status goes up, right? Men don't have that same luxury, um, so the, the value about a value of a man is mo- based mostly on their resources, right? Or maybe how financially stable they are, or you know, or if they show potential uh, to obtain resources, right? Traits that indicate future success, right? If the guy's smart but he's broke at the moment, well, you say, well, you know, he's smarter than everybody who's broke around him. So he has potential for future success, for future wealth. Um, if he's talented, if he's skilled, you know, one day somebody can be in a fifth division or, you know, third division soccer league, but he's very talented and people, you know, the scouts can can pick him out. So they see that potential. All of a sudden they pick him out for a first team and, you know, all of a sudden everybody has their eyes on them and his potential is uh, his un- is uncovered, right? But you have to have that potential. You have to have um, that drive, that those innate qualities and you have to develop them right looks for men are also good um, fashion etc but um, that just kind of that kind of goes with the whole social status and kind of talking the talk as as well um, but if you're gonna talk the talk then you have to uh, you know walk the walk right once you open your mouth you have to be able to exude that same confidence that same knowledge that same persona right that you put on your social media you better be able to to back it up and actually um, be about it you know I personally realized very early in life and I'm still very young but even like in you know high school maybe middle school I had different like uh, maybe not maybe not middle school but even 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 middle school you know I was not I was not a kid I just had different ways of of, of looking at different things you know I had different views than other people than other people around me my, my family some friends my girlfriend's families like something was off i didn't quite know this at the time but i felt it they it's like they wanted me to fit into a culture and the future that i was not comfortable with i felt like i was not going to be free in the life that society was pushing us into right or kids into or young adolescents into young men into um, I can only speak from a male male perspective, but that's how I felt. I realized that I did not think like the rest and the hanging and the hanging around the rest would eventually dull my edge, my sharpness, my hunger for something more. So I had to look elsewhere, you know, and eventually I came across videos and podcasts. <clears throat> this was like in high school, early college, mostly um, high school. I was just kind of fucking around. I hated high school. Uh, It was like a popularity contest, and I I never really had interest in being popular. I'd rather just escape that whole game, um, altogether. You know what I mean? Nobody can pinpoint your popularity if you're not even in the fucking game. Don't even enter the 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 hierarchy. You know, just be do your own thing. So, eh, I wasn't, but whatever it is, you know, it is what it is. But like I said, you know, uh, once it was like early college, I started to come into more videos. Come across more videos, podcast uh, of extremely knowledgeable experts in their fields. You know, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Peter Schiff. I even started getting into. Um, well, at first, I realized I was treading waters. Right, I was tipping, uh, I was uh, dipping my toes into different waters. Um, when I started like looking into Noam Chomsky, and Noam Chomsky is like a radical leftist, like anti-capitalist dude. The guy's like ninety years old. And I don't know what the fuck he's done of value. Hey, Jamie, Jamie, bring up uh, Noam Chomsky. What has he done? Fucking Jamie. Anyways, um, I mean, has he even done anything for, for for society? Has he provided any value? Has he created companies? Has he created wealth? I'm not sure, but this guy is so anti-capitalist. And there was a video that got me uh, kind of pondering and, and searching for, for more clues and and like researching uh facts it was like a wealth gap in in america video where they show like the wealth gap between the average person or the the 99 and the one percent and this is what kind of it was like during the whole like occupy wall street movement etc so i was like fuck you know like there's so many billionaires i want some of that money like why do they have all that money um and so i got into like the whole noam chomsky like Bubble, you know, um, of course, you know, everybody when there's when they're young, they're liberal and they're asking themselves why older people have more money than they do. It's fucking obvious. They've been on Earth longer than you have. Okay. if you would ask any old person if they would rather have their wealth or their youth, what do you think they would choose? They choose their youth every single time because with youth comes the ability to regain that wealth. Right. If Fuck. Why would you be rich if you're old as fuck? Might as well be young. So people don't understand that early on. The, the it's, it's. But that's that that's how it is. So, eventually, I started like, you know, getting better judgment, and eventually, I started coming across the correct videos, which was like, you know, Ben Shapiro and all those guys that are absolute geniuses, and I had to just absorb all the information, right? Um, Again, you know, uh, I had to test the waters and eventually I truly believe what these people were saying, but it was all founded on the idea that I did not want to be a loser, right? I did not want to have a loser mentality. I wanted to, and it's not like people who aren't informed about um, certain topics are losers, right? They can have a winner mentality in their own field, but I just thought, you know, if i the more i know the more i can avoid falling into mediocrity right and mediocrity is a loser trait right because i mean you're mediocre right a mediocre person is not a winner they don't win it's the person who's great that that wins so i i looked around people were all walking the same way talking the same way grouping together the same way doing the same things i said Why the fuck would I willingly put myself in a situation where I can't differentiate myself from the crowd, right? Then I'm caught in the same game that they're in. Uh, There must be an alternate route, I said, to this whole game. I was never huge on like bodybuilding or fitness. I mean, I played soccer. I was never a big proponent of going to clubs or bars and hooking up every weekend, even when I turned 21. I was just, you know, I always thought like the bang wasn't worth the buck, in my opinion um and plus every time you go to like a bar or something and you <laughs> like let's say like you leave at two and you don't get any like any girls like you kind of that's a fucking fail homie like how much money did you spend to not get a girl at the end of the night you're just going home like what are you gonna do it's just it's, just, it's a fail i didn't want to feel like a failure if i didn't get a girl you know what i mean and it was just it just wasn't my vibe too like i'd rather talk to somebody and express my personality kind of be witty but it's hard to talk when you're at a club at a bar like how like if i was a girl i i completely understand taking advantage of stupid guys trying to buy them drinks i would probably do the same thing because i cannot differentiate if the guy is a creep if he's a good guy if he's honest if he's trustworthy if he has good personality just by looking at him right i would assume that the guys that i want to be with with the most resources who aren't thirsty creeps are the ones just kind of chilling doing their own thing you know, in a corner in a booth or whatever with a bunch of guys. These guys are like laid back. They're not super desperate. I would assume that was them. And I didn't have the fucking resources to buy a booth or do table service, bottle service, whatever. Act like I had it like that. So it just wasn't worth worth a buck, in my opinion, like I said. Um <clears throat> but that was that was that in terms of that. But you know, in order to to elevate yourself from the rest, kind of going back into like personal duty uh, and self-development, uh, you have to do the things that others don't do, right? For me, reading is number one. Reading is paramount. You know, yes, reading. I repeat, reading is the number one thing you must do to separate yourself from the mediocre crowd. There's a correct method to reading as well. You know, you can't just pick up any book at any point in life and just jump from genre to genre or Whatever it's it's sort of like learning. You don't teach a young kid calculus right away. You start him with basics, then you know, algebra, algebra two, etc. Slowly introduce more complex ideas. I wouldn't suggest diving right into any high-level book. For me, it was with YouTube. You know, just watching informative videos on topics that I was you know genuinely curious about. Then into more complex topics. Then YouTube's algorithm starts recommending, recommending shit, and now I'm looking. I'm looking at little Indians in South America build a fucking, uh, one of those little cabins surrounded by a river. Have you seen those videos? You know what I mean? Like, or or some bullshit. The the YouTube algorithm for recommended videos is crazy, dog. You'd be going in there at 3 a.m. watching crazy shit. But no, no, no. I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. I had to pause many podcasts, videos, um, even like books. I had to pause my reading and look up words in the dictionary. Sometimes it would take very long just to read like ten pages, but eventually I understood the point. And for me, that was more important than simply reading ten pages, right? So it's a step-by-step process with with anything. Um, I'll eventually probably talk about how to approach learning, how to learn, um, right? How to it's not just fucking cramming your brain, right? It's it's about more about understanding, understanding. Uh, patterns models etc like the micro the macro how that all works but um, there are different methods of course I'm not an expert in fucking methods but I will go over how I suggest uh, you know you learn someone you learn something um, and how I have learned things in the past and how how I'm still learning most of it is just down to practice honestly experience but you know the point I'm trying to get across is that becoming a winner is hard it's a long difficult process that's not easy But it's simple and straightforward. Do what others don't so you can have what others won't. Don't accept sympathy from people. Be the toughest motherfucker on yourself. And then nobody else can be tougher on you than you. This is the mindset I deployed in my soccer career. um, I guess in in my later years. For a long time, I just floated on by. Just went with the flow and never pushed myself. I hated practice or training, miracle miles, whatever the fuck they were called, meh, whatever. But when I changed, started changing my mindset about life, right? my outlook about my goals, who the fuck I wanted to be, um, who I wanted to become, I was working my ass off solo. I started working my ass off solo every single day. I would almost kill myself because I had a vision of what kind of person I wanted to be and that person wouldn't be a lazy player. So I, I essentially envisioned the kind of... Person and this person exuded, you know, confidence, work ethic in all fields that they were in. Then, when it came to actual team trainings, it would be a walk in the park because I had already pushed myself more than anyone. So I held the highest standards to myself. They would say, you know, no, Augustine, don't worry, you played well. Oh, you scored, you know, okay. But I lost a, a ball that one time in a dangerous position and almost cost us a goal. I could have finished better if I would have hit the ball. Two degrees more to the left. I am not happy. I can do better. Oh, I played well? Cool. Was I perfect? No. So there's, there's work to be done. You know, let's get to work this week. This is what I will work on this week. And that was it. You know, just be meticulous in, in, in what you do and what you want and what you're going to work on, right? If you are your own harshest critic, then you will be immune to what anyone tells you about anything. You've already heard it all before from your own mind. You've pushed yourself harder than anyone has or will. Because you want to be great because you know that you have the potential to be great this drive to win comes from a firm belief in yourself and the belief that you are divine and have unlimited potential once you truly believe this then you will never settle for mediocrity in any aspect of your life it is a long journey though I must say long in the sense of time but you travel inward mostly right Not outward not in a linear uh, in in a linear fashion it's a quest for true answers but nobody can make that walk except you nobody can make that journey inward except you ask yourself extremely difficult questions questions about your own ideas your thoughts right your very fabric of reality what do you think why do you think it who taught you to think it and when did you start thinking it right And how can you change these thoughts if you don't like them? You start to become self-conscious. These questions and personal insights get the motor running for that spiritual and mental evolution to take you to the next level. You will find yourself detaching from many things that have held you back before. So with that being said, Junior, if you are listening to this, you must strive to be these four things. Physically stable mentally strong financially free and spiritually full don't let anyone convince you that being a loser is okay rise above a little junior and go forth god bless peace